1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Little bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I ping. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, uh, Live yeah, at Five. Live indeed. Oh, hang on. Get the Yeah, turn that down a little bit. Little bit, little bit. Little bit. Ready for a, uh, what's today? Thursday, the 9th of uh, March, 2023. Yeah, I'm ready. You can tell that I'm, I'm ready to go here. Uh, we got a picture of me and uh, Councilman Cliff only. Having a good time. Someone asked me if uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero was here. I said, well, I saw a picture of her at the studio. I said, well, it's, it's an old photo, of course. Our friends at News Junkie have an archive of essentially everyone who's ever sat in this uh, studio over the years. And you know who's been really good? Show, showed a lot of due diligence to get photos uh, of anyone that was in here. Didn't matter who it was. It was, yes, you guessed it, of course, the hotline host and former mayor, Jeff Graham. You always make sure that someone got a photo. And I don't know how often I would get a request, you know, like uh, Congresswoman Tenney was here. I got a photo of her uh, talking to Jim Levin, who was, you know, name, you know, name dropping. I know him. I know her. I'm important. But I always forget to take photos of people. I don't know what it is. Anyway, someone's on the phone. I'm not an odds maker. I'm not Jimmy the Greek. But something tells me when I answer this phone, and I don't have the ID. I never know who's calling in. It could be, you guessed it, it could be Jason Trainer. Let's see who it is. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, man. Satan it's, here. It's not Jason Trainer. Go ahead. Oh, and you're not it's, running for council. It's Satan. No, I'm not. No, but I think I might have to move out of New York State, though. Why is that? Because one of your uh, people that call in your show sent me a picture of my driveway. They know where I live. Uh, oh, really? Wow. Why did yeah, they do, why yeah. would so, why would do would someone do that? <laughs> uh, remember me talking to you about the uh, the clown? Somebody called me a clown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Someone called you a clown? No, I. Yeah, they actually because I posted on their Facebook page. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then they asked somebody, "Who's this clown?" Oh, okay. Because I, I sent you a, a text message. When did you send it to me? I'm just curious because I, I, I. Um, it was sometime earlier in the week, I think. Oh, okay. Of the picture of the person posting it. Oh, okay. But now, but now they just sent me a picture of my driveway. Hmm. So what's, so should I move out of state? Or? What, what's the motivation? What? 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 Why are they doing that? To say that they know where you live? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if he's trying to scare me or what, but it's not working. Huh. I, I'm. I'm just looking for the text. I, I got so many texts. Oh. Oh. Wait a minute. 
Um, is your last number 556? Five, no. <laughs> is it 0479? No. Uh, is it 666, considering you're Satan? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wouldn't that make sense? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it 497? No. Uh, is it 668? Nope. The last, the last two is 3-1. Uh, 3-1? Yep. I got to find this. So you call... I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send it to you again. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I do have you here. I do have <laughs> Oh, I know who did this. Now you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, huh? don't worry. It's, it's okay. Oh, believe me, I'm not worried about it, Glenn. <laughs> What's up with him? Jeepers creepers. All right, I, no big deal. Well, well what, I mean, if he wants my phone number or whatever, you know, he can have my phone number. I'll, I'll give you his phone number. But, you know, Donnie's... A, I can let it out of the bag. It's Donnie. Yeah. It's Donnie. What's the matter with Donnie's? Because I, I posted on one of his posts on Facebook saying the earth wasn't flat. And, right. You know, I said Satan rules. That's all. Right. Well, he's a very religious man. And, you know, if Donnie went the other direction, he would have been a priest by now, uh, renouncing <laughs> all the bad things in, in the world. You know, you know how Donnie is. Oh, that's against the law. Jesus will strike you down. Reckoning is coming. Yeah, I get it. All right. But it's it. not hard to find out where somebody lives on the Internet. You know? This is very true. Trust me. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. But it's okay. It's all fun. It's all but, good. Yeah, I might have to move out of state, though, so you might not hear me calling in no more. I won't hear you for a while. I understand. you got to go undercover. Even Satan's got to do that. I'm going to be like prophecy. I'll have to move, like, in the mountain somewhere. Yeah, right, right. Live on top of the mountainside and, and, and exactly. wait for the end of all the right, world. All right, Glenn, I'm going into hiding now. There you go. That's, uh, that's Satan. Satan. All right, thank you very much. It was so convenient when Satan lived right on Arsenal Street. Uh, but, you know, you had to make that move because they were building a bridge. <laughs> It's like, you know, even Satan can't catch a break. You know, it's, mon- it's funny because I, I, I saw, it reminds me, I saw this, this, this uh, Facebook group that I'm a part of. I'm not proud to, but, you know, I kind of troll around. And it's called Political Loudmouth. And I got a lot of good jags in there, jabs in there. And, you know, people give it back to me. I get it. I'm trolling. And uh, they referred to the, uh, uh, Donald Trump as the, as, as essentially the devil. I forget, they, they gave him all types of uh, monikers. And, and I said, oh, geez, you know, if, the, if only he could have gotten over that, that mail-in balloting thing back in 2020. You know, he, you know too, even Satan couldn't overcome that. It's funny, I got a lot of laughs from that. Sometimes you have to kind of position yourself as one of them. That's what trolling is. And often, instead of just t- saying something ridiculous where the people know you're being snarky and they call you out on it, I, I, you know, I put things in there when they condemn someone like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for instance, which is a, you know, she's a big target in recent months for, you know, for obvious reasons. She's outspoken. I like her. I like her a lot. And uh, I, I said, why can't, why can't the Republicans act more like people like Maxine Waters? And I don't put a smiley sign. I don't have a wink, wink sign. I just put it out there as if I'm actually, I actually mean it. So when you, when you do that, when you take on this persona as one of them. And you use their kind of like semantic, their, their approach, their outrageousness, and then you, you go an extra level and you put it right in front of them. You know, it's not the biggest Facebook group in the world, but it's enough people that watch it. And ultimately what you want to get, you want to get someone to either laugh at it because sometimes even the opposite side of the political coin can, although it's rare, or you don't want any response at all. And often, when like when you adjudicate, for instance, when you're when you're adjudicated in like a small play, and I've, I've been adjudicated before, which years ago, but the process is very simple. If if you hear criticism from from the judge or the adjudicator, and they start questioning parts of a play, and the blocking and the scene, and what about that? I couldn't hear you. 
Uh, but uh, she said something very profound. And I'll never forget this. What did she say again? Uh, no, what she said was, if I don't say anything about you, don't take that personally. Don't ever think that's a negative thing. That's actually a good thing. Because ultimately what you want to do at any time, there was a guy by the name of Lee Abrams. He said the same thing. He's in the radio business or was. I don't know where he is now. Jim often talks about him and says, you know, he met him at his house and so forth and important people. But Lee Abrams said at a, at a convention one time down in Dallas, he said, don't go up to someone and say, and say, hey, look what I just produced, you know, like a promo or a commercial. Listen to this. Don't do that. Just do it because it's supposed to be great. Don't look for any type of affirmation or people to, you know, give you compliments. You know, if it's funny, if you're looking for a reaction, that's one thing. But you're there to do what you got to do and just do it. Don't boast about it. Just get it done. And there's a lot to be learned about by that. There really is. I don't know where I was going with this, but that's the lesson of the day. Good night, everybody. I got to go. It's 16 minutes after the hour, 5 o'clock. So if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you. 755-1240. 755-1240. Somewhat of a, you know, a, a subdued hotline show today in comparison to recent shows. So, uh, you know, that happens. Usually in the middle of the week. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just the way it is. But today was, uh, what was you know, your average, I guess, hotline show. And uh, we try to make it as entertaining as possible. But right now, again, I, I, I say this uh, I, I, forever, but there's really not much going on in the world uh, here locally. And no news is good news. Uh, we didn't have any murders like they apparently have a problem with up with that serial killer up in St. Lawrence County. And also, but you know what? I could reflect on, on, on the recent uh, downtown news segments that I've been doing. The uh, downtown news uh, segment that, for instance, is on News Junkie as we speak is a tour of the historic Paddock Arcade. And people are just really excited what's going on in there. And, uh, of course, Jake Johnson Properties is part of that. But my next segment that I'm going to be doing, I was supposed to get it done today, and I didn't have a chance. I'm going to, uh, you know, do a, do a little tour of Lower Court Street and, uh, you know, kind of set up, set the table for what is expected to be a, a learning curve of backing into parking spots. I know we talked about it. I know it's not sexy, and I know I don't particularly want to linger on it, but it should be an interesting experiment, that's for sure. They're going to do it on Court Street. It's going to happen this spring. Also, in addition to that, if you've noticed the, uh, the Lackanau Fountain, uh, you know, that has been completely, re- I mean, they're, they're, obviously they took it down. It's been down for, what, five, six months now. Uh, and there's this round thing. It almost looks like a missile silo. But that's just the base, and they'll have trees and bushes surrounding that and a new fountain. There's a rumor that, that the old Lackanau fountain would be brought back in. Well, that was that's untrue. They're going to come up with a, with, a brand, with a new fountain altogether. And once that's all done, I tell you, and, and not to mention you know, the, the, the sidewalk project that uh, Barton and uh, Gudadice, or Judicio Jice, <laughs> guys, I, I don't care if you're from France or you have heritage, but th- that someone, please put it up phonetic. Or, but just, just please tell me how to pronounce that. But nonetheless, they are uh, once again, and yet another Jake Johnson uh, property. They are engineering that along with a subcontractor. So Court Street, as abysmal as it looks, has looked rather, essentially for the last 20, 30 years, if not more especially with the old um, Goodyear building just literally falling apart, not to mention the, the old Globe Mini Mall. I hear that someone's doing something in there. It needs a lot of work. But once the sidewalk is done, once, uh, once, once the fountain is done, and I'm assuming they'll, 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 they're going to get rid of all the lights and all the, all the wires, it's going to be really, really cool. Really, really cool. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, 
What's going on, Glenn? It's uh, Tim, the Enchanter. What's going on, Tim? Down to the American Legion tonight here in Sterling Street. You know what I? You know what I forgot to tell you, Tim, at the noon hour. I got Richard Gladel's phone number, and I think you guys would hit it off really well. Musicians typically do, you know, smoke it or choke it, that type of attitude. You know the deal, Tim. You've been there before. You're a drummer. Is that correct? Oh, wait a minute. He's talking to his girlfriend. Uh, no, go ahead. No, I'm, I lost you. Go ahead. I'm sorry, brother. I got go you. Go ahead on that table, brother. <laughs> Okay, you there? <laughs> yeah, I okay. can hear you now. I turned my phone off. So, uh, Richard Gladel wants me to give you his number so that you guys can jam at a future date. All right, stay over the air so all the women get. No, just... Ah! <laughs> you guys are the studs. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get it to you. What can I do? Uh, I no. can't call the station right now. No, no, I got uh, your number from somebody else. I'm going to give you Richard Gladel's oh. phone number. Okay. Are you going to do text it to me? Yeah, I'll text it to you. And uh, how do, no, yeah. let, let me ask you, uh, 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 Tim, when I when I text you something like that, how do you know what to do with it from there, from that point going forward? Uh, it's called the uh, voiceover program for uh, the iPhone. Oh, really? That's so, so cool. If you turn on the voiceover program on your iPhone, everything yeah. that's on the screen will speak to you. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's under accessibility factor if you want to go in there and play with it. Mm-hmm. Turn on voiceover, and everything I touch on the screen, it will tell me what it is. And if you double tap it, it will, it will uh, open it up or engage it and tell you, mm. uh, you know, what's happening. You know, for emails, uh, to text, to right. whatever. Yeah. Wow. So, anyhow, I got kind of chewed out when I walked into the American Legion on Sterling Street. The yeah. lady said to me, Right. What are you talking about, Sackers Harbor America Leach and Fish Fry? Damn it, we want you to tell them about our fish fry here in Watertown. Yeah, nobody so listens. That's why I'm calling for it, trying to do low repair. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> tonight, I'm down here and we got a great turkey dinner, okay? Right. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey, cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah, they said I had a lot of nerves showing up when I... I was just telling, you know, I was told Jim about the American Legion down there. Yeah, so yeah. Anyhow, right. But they have a great fish fry here on Friday nights too, and tonight, yeah. steak at the bar with a great turkey dinner. All that, all that whole meal for ten bucks. Ten dollars. How do you make yeah, money can on you that? You believe that? Come and support your American Legion. That's you know right. What I mean? so, right. Thank you for your service. Yes, I, right. I totally agree. Oh, Gene said hi. Well, hi, Gene. Do you have Gene hygiene? Hi, no, Gene. just kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Good stuff. All right, so... Uh, we'll, again, tomorrow night, Glenn, yeah. uh, VFW. VFW. Uh, party time dance band. I hope to, maybe if Rich can make it out, I can meet him in person. Yeah, you know, I'll send you the number. Yeah, so you go... Yeah, sounds so, good. Thank you. All right, Bye-bye. thank you. So he goes from the American Legion, then he talks about the VFW. I wonder if they have fish fry there, too. You know what? For the first time in my life, the VFW is probably less than an eighth of a mile from where I'm sitting here. I've, I've driven by it at least 10,000 times. And I've never been in there. And I went there last, I don't know, May. At the time, Susan Duffy was running for uh, assembly. Nice. Smaller than I thought, but nice. Real nice. It's amazing. That's one one part of town that I really am unfamiliar. I remember that used to be the stands. It was at Breen, not Breen Avenue, Bellow Avenue. So this wall, the Italian families would, would set up shop with vegetables and fruit and meats. That's right. All the beautiful Italian women. Boy, they were beautiful. I remember I was, I, I, I was in uh, Christ the King, which we had a gazillion people, most of which were from Howard Beach. And, you know, the whole uh, John Gotti era. 
and I sat it's essentially between I, 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 I felt like a sandwich between these two beautiful girls or you know, they were you know I would you know, whenever we were in alphabetical order it was me it was it was Vinnie Curry me uh, uh, Christine Curcio and then often I'd also be in the same group as someone by the name of uh, Joni DeMarco and Josie DeFiori. And that was the time in the, uh, of the, the era of uh, Gloria Vanderbilt, pan, you know, uh, pan, you know like tight, tight, bright blue, you know, late 70s. Oh, my God. Holy, holy mackerel. <sighs> anyway. Go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, I hear you. You're on the air. Uh, hey, Glenn. What's happening? Larry from Henderson. Larry hey, from Henderson. Yeah. Over in Auburn, they back in on the street down there in the city. Hey, can you turn your can you, can you turn your speakerphone off? Oh. I can barely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, here we go. It's another Tim here. Where, 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 where? Yeah, sorry about that. That's no, okay. Uh, yeah, you're good. You know, that up. No, that's cool. But they have that where you back in in the city down there in Auburn. Yeah. It's a real pain in the neck. I don't know. I don't know how anybody would like that do that but you know i got a feeling people are going to be smashing into the meters probably they'll have meters there right i th- I, th- you know, I i saw a car today that someone ju- someone has it's the largest vehicle i've ever seen in my life and don't get me wrong a lot of these cars are easily maneuvered and G- gps you know parks itself essentially but i just see people backing into each other on lower because they're going to want to do it quick because like i said yesterday yeah. the day before the cars travel kind of quick down there and now they limit it to one lane, so then you're going to stop to pull back in, you know, your car. Again, it's it's going to be. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm like baby's father in, in uh, uh, Dirty Dancing. But at this point, it seems like I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. And I don't understand. I mean, Court Street's not that. I mean, yeah, it's dangerous. Don't get me wrong. And now it's even more so because now they push the sidewalk out. So now you're sticking your ass out, you know, and you're jeopardizing yourself. But doing it yeah. the opposite way, I, you know. So when you saw it in Auburn, right? Um, yeah. and, and you're saying it worked or didn't work? Did they go back to the old way, or how did it, how did it, how did how no, things they, work out? I think they, I think they get some sort of a tax break for doing it. I don't know, something about, uh, I think there's something about that. But tax break. They, uh, well, you, you back in. There's a car right on your tail. You're driving down a road. Exactly. There's literally cars right on your tail, and you right. literally start backing up, and they're kind of like looking at you, like, dude, mm-hmm. gonna run into me, you know? Right, right, right. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I've always been told. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true it is, but you're supposed to back into your driveway and drive out. It's illegal to back into a road. Yeah, I have heard that before. I don't know how true that is, but I can tell you right now, where I live on Route 3, the cars are coming around the corner here probably 65, 70 miles an hour. Yeah. I start start just stopping in the middle of the street and backing up. Mm -hmm. You're going to get in an accident out here every week. Yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine... Well, you know, that there, being, there's you know, a couple law, of business but, people there that have cameras, and they're going to have <laughs> they're going to have a lot of viral videos, apparently, I, especially in the beginning. So how do you how do you how do you educate people on, for instance, like do you put up signs? I, it's it's really tough for someone that's just more preoccupied with just getting from point A to point B. How do you warn people that hey, a, a, a car could in fact stop in front of you and would need enough space between you and your grill in order to back up into a side, uh, you know, forty five degree uh, angled. Uh, parking spot you, you can't get that across people other than just see what happens so you, yeah. you see just like to, to to credit what you said people aren't going to know what you're doing when you all of a sudden you start putting your, your you know your uh your reverse lights on and and they're going to be beeping yeah you're be, you're backing up on me like sometimes you see at a drive-thru and so forth so whatever well, it's not 
not so bad for the people of Auburn because they're used to it. Yeah, because they've they've you know, gone. You're yeah, traveling into Auburn. I travel all over the state here. Right. You travel into an area, and it's like you don't, you don't. This is the only place I've ever seen that doing. But hmm. I heard there was something about it. I think they maybe the maybe the government gives you a certain amount of money if you if you make them back in. I guess it's because there's less accidents that way. I mean, what what would be yeah. the incentive there? Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know how much of that I. You know, I'm thinking there's probably more accidents. I've never been in an accident doing it, but right, right. I try to avoid that. When, when I go down there, I don't park there. I just park behind on another side. Yeah, street. I do the same thing. Yeah. I um, agree. The parking lot behind them is great. Yeah, park parallel. Right, exactly. But exactly. That's it. Is that lady going to call in and shoot you out? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, a couple of people yeah. met with her today, and uh, she's unhappy with me. Uh, it was a chance meeting. I was, oh, Glenn's not a bad guy. Oh, he's not a good guy. He's a bad man. Yeah. So I, I, that's well, the that's the sentiment I got. That's okay. I, she's not the first, so that's fine. Yeah, uh, it's always it's always good to hear somebody chew you out or something. Yeah, but, uh, well, thank you, you very know, much. <laughs> yes, exactly. It does well. Thank you, my friend. All right. See ya. Thank you. Uh, so that's interesting. So, uh, yeah. So we're talking more about the parallel. Check that the the, the back end parking. I'll have a story on that. And uh, hopefully we can get the uh, the engineer's angle on it as well. So I've been meeting a lot of people uh, with this new endeavor. I've known a lot of people, don't get me wrong, in, in, in uh, downtown. But when you mix it up and, you know, me with my mug on Facebook, I check that news junkie and Facebook for that matter, but also, you know, the commercials that I do, uh, it, it helps. It really helps. Oh, you're the guy who does those commercials? Yeah, it is. Yeah, no big deal. I love doing it, don't get me wrong, but I'm just like everybody else. So it, it, it helps me. And, you know, doing the video and, and putting together, people say, oh, I see what you're doing now. I see what you're doing. And sometimes you have to do something and, and as opposed to just, you know, talk is cheap. You just got to do it and, and build from there. So there's always something to talk about. There really is, especially now. And uh, in about three weeks, I'll be back in the inside the YMCA Aquatic Center so we can see what's happening inside there because so many people are talking about it. It's, uh, it's the biggest uh, downtown project in, in six decades. And uh, it's, it's just one of many exciting things that we have to look forward to. All right, so no one's calling in at the very moment. So let's do this. Let's break away from the action and uh, do our break here, and we'll be back. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now you're call Herringer's now, the roof people who always call you back. Ah, welcome back. So, you know, I, I mentioned this for the first time, I guess... Just within the last 24 hours, Johnny Spizzano produced that spot. And it's, it, it's good stuff. Switch, 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 FX key. Uh, who's singing that song? It's Johnny's listening right now. So every now and then he does. You know, Johnny's an important person. He's got things to do. Gold to sell. Amy's back at the Gold Center, whatever. Who, who's that? Casey? She's back. Bring us your grandmother's gold. <clears throat> she doesn't know it's gone. She's not going to use it. Bring it down, yeah. Make some money into it. I, uh, I'm, I got things to do here. All right, so anyway, uh, that, that's a great jingle. Johnny, you did a great job. I don't know who did it. FX Kia. It's in my mind. I'm, sorry, I'm, a, I'm in a KC and the Sunshine Boys kind of, kind of mood. Sunshine Band, excuse me. The KC and, KC and, 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 and uh, Walter Matthau Band. Starring George Burns. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're on the air. Hi, uh, welcome to the Live at Five show. How are you? What's happening? Oh, not too much. So we got this. Uh, oh, it's Donnie. Person, yeah. Satan. 
Yeah, d- stop it. I don't, no, d- Satan's a good guy. Stop it. Stop. No, he's not. Let me tell you what's up. Let me tell you, man. This guy found me on the internet and then started messaging me. Okay. And then he calls up the radio station and, and says that he's Satan. Yeah. And that Satan rules. Like, that guy shouldn't even be allowed on the radio. Bus. Sounds like someone right? else. And I'm going to shed some light right. on this darkness because... Hmm. Somebody like this in our community goes around and thinks that that's something cool to do. Now, I'm going to expose this guy. Hmm. Don't. Donnie, stop. Okay? No, I'm going to. You're barking up the wrong tree. this guy for the little demon that he is. All right, that's crazy. All right, I, I'm serious. Donnie, if you do something like that, I'll be really pissed off. Don't you dare, okay? He's been calling in like that. It's a farcical call. It's no big deal. He's hung up on me. He hung up on me. Normally it's the other way around, but Donnie hung up on me. What can I think? I don't. I have, You know what I have to act like? I have to. I have to act like uh, Mick Jagger, and uh, and that that. Uh, remember, remember. Um, what was the name of that? Uh, Altamont. Remember Altamont out there in uh, San Francisco. It was the answer to see the Rolling Stones never made it to the. Uh, the Woodstock Festival back in '69, so they felt bad about it. So they had their own. And it was it was a colossal mess. They did it out in Altamont, California. And believe it or not, at the time in 1970, I believe, maybe 71, whatever it was, uh, they got the uh, what's the biker band uh, biker group there, the Hell's Angels, to be the uh, the, the bodyguards or, or the security. You know, it's like it's like bringing in Frenchie from Goodfellas. Security, I'm security. And they were beating the crap out of everybody. Three people died. One caught on film of, uh, of, a, of, of a gentleman who was wearing a light uh, jack, uh, outfit, so you could see him even at night. And um, he had a gun in his hand, and he had a dispute with one of the angels, and the angel uh, just, just stabbed him to death. It's horrible. It's a horrible thing. But it's a documentary if you see it. But at one point, you know, uh, uh, there were so many things going on in the crowd Unlike what happened in Woodstock, where people were together, they were unified. This was like the uh, the antichrist of events. <laughs> I just, all you can hear and see is Mick Jagger. I, please, if those cats don't stop fighting, stop fighting. Stop fighting. Ugh. Anyway, long time ago. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. I, hey, I find it kind of funny, actually, man. He can expose me. I don't care. No, stop. No, it's all right. I'm not a little demon anyways. I'm a big demon. No, I, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're in that uh, Christmas thing. He's Mr. Heat Miser. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right, buddy. Say your rules, buddy. He has to throw that out there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing today? Gun nut. What's going on, man? Well, you know, the last couple callers and... I've been one of those myself. We got a bunch of nuts. Yeah. All this oh show. my God! Are you kidding and me? It's really a good thing. I mean, yeah. It, you couldn't. You could not. If you said when you started this show, you could describe the callers that you get mm-hmm. everywhere from, you know, from flat Earth to myself to everybody right. else. I mean, right. it's kind of what makes the, the show fun. Yeah. I mean, I oh, without a doubt. Comes down without a doubt. But yeah. Now. I wanted to say something. I want to say something. Don't get worried. Yeah. I want to say something to Jim. Yeah, go right you ahead. You said you said Eleven was a cowboy fan. Oh, um, yeah, uh, Dallas Cowboy fans. Yeah, big time, big cowboy okay, fan. Okay, okay. Yeah. I used to play for the Cowboys. What? 
<laughs> I used to play for the Cowboys. Hmm. What, in North Dallas 40? No, I was the trumpet player for every game for three years. Uh, we had a trump, trumpet, trombone, sax, bass, percussionist, and a key. Uh, key yeah, I think we had a keyboard. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember either. Really? We, we, down in Dallas? You know, I'm, at I, the, I met, yeah, in D- Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I, I obviously wasn't a march around guy. Right. But I could sit in the stands. It was a, it was a little, like a small, small stage band. Yeah. And uh, we would play every game. I, we got $15 a game. Wow. And, yeah, but you see, you got a pocket full of tickets. Okay. So you could bring all your buddies, and you know yeah. it was well worth the fifteen dollars. So wait a minute, Gunner, how did you get that gig? Were you living down there? Were you in the army? What was going on? How did you get this? No, I was going to college down there. I went to college on a trumpet scholarship. Did you really? You know, I, I wasn't very smart, but three valves. You know, it's only three valves. You can anybody yeah. can handle that if you put enough air through it. Wow. And I was I was pretty good trumpet player. Right, I guess so. I, I auditioned for it and right. got it, and and um, you know that was it. I met I met Tom Landry many times. Sure, uh, t- Tony Dorsett, right. uh, Charlie Waters, Cliff Harris, Too Tall, all those guys. Wow, um, I talked to them all. Roger Roger Starback. We played cheerleader tryouts too. Yeah, that was fun. Did you meet Roger Starback? I met Roger Staubach, but really not to talk to him right. at all. He was on his way out. Mm-hmm. Those were the Danny White days. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Danny White. How and, many games and, uh, do you think you, know, you we, did? We, I went to the Super Bowl in 78, Denver, Orange Crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And they, yeah. I remember that year, I believe. Yeah. And, and, and was, uh, D- Dallas won. You should, have seen, you should have seen the cheer, cheerleader tryouts. Oof. Boy. Oh. Man, that was a memorable experience, young mm, man. Mm, mm, mm. Memorable. By the by the way, speaking of which, remember the remember the movie uh, Debbie Does Dallas? <laughs> yeah, I uh, remember that. Yeah, I never saw it, of course. Well, I did, of course, because I'm a disturbed person. But you know what? I found out <laughs> later that you know I, it was shot in uh, Brooklyn at Pratt University, <laughs> and they, oh, they found okay. out later they didn't want anybody to know that. But Pratt University, well, this, ooh, we're special here. Look where we are. We're in Brooklyn. We don't. We don't want that. Yeah, the whole thing was shot there. I figured that at least they'd shoot it in California or something. Or but whatever. So anyway, go ahead. Well, yeah. So how many games did well, you do? I'm sorry. How many games did you play the trumpet at? Uh, three seasons. Three seasons. This is incredible. I've known you for all these years, and you're telling us this now. Well, you know. It's it's a trumpet, man. It's a big. Oh, this is huge! This is huge news. You know, you try to stay in tune. You know, our biggest problem was we had a a music conductor from Southern Methodist University in Dallas, and he knew somebody up in the. Remember Tech Shram? Yeah, sure. He was the owner. He was a big friend of Tech Shram. Sure. The guy couldn't. The guy couldn't blow a note on anything, and he (laughs) was trying to direct us. So. After a while, we just we just ignored them and just played. So, did you play the fun. national anthem? No, no. We we played really a lot of popular music hmm. and kind of a smooth jazz thing between plays and stuff like that. We couldn't play a feature song when the other team broke huddle. Okay. Yeah, because we that we would had be to a distraction. And things. So, but like, remember Earl Campbell? Yeah, of course. I saw Earl Campbell's first game. In the pros, yeah, and he was he with got, uh, he got 183 Houston. yards, wow. and he was 
Yeah, I remember him running through the Dallas secondary, and it looked like a bowling ball going yeah. through a wheat field. Big man. You, know? yeah. you, you didn't see him, but you, people were going down all over the place. The poor guy could barely walk. He hasn't walked in like 15 years. He's in horrible oh, shape. Oh, I know. He's having troubles. And an, an awful lot of those guys do. Yeah. Especially in the old, you know, the old, like, you know, they, they, they I was watching a training video, and it might have been the Dallas Cowboys back in the uh, early or mid-70s, and they were, you know, they were, they were working out in dirty clothes, and, you know, just, they were lifting up, you know, like big medicine balls, and, and this, this, it's incredible, that it, the whole, I mean, yeah, granted, that was 40, 50 years, 45 years ago, but. Boy, times have changed, that's for sure. And they just didn't take care of people back then. That's why they had brain injuries. That's why Junior Seau jumped, you know, uh, tried to commit suicide twice. He's successful the yeah, second time. It's, it's horrible. I, it's, uh, it has been, and it's been bad for a lot of things sometimes, so, with hell. but even the college guys are going through hell. So where, you where, know, where were you situated at uh, uh, Arlington, well, Texas Stadium? Where were you when you did this? Where'd they put well, you? We were at, we were at Texas Stadium. We yeah. weren't at the new big biggie thing. Yeah, the old one and, was big uh, too. We were right behind the bench, but off to the side a little. That's bit. unbelievable. That's incredible. Yeah, we had the best seats there was. Would, they, would you ever get? Would it you ever? Great. Did you ever get a chance to get on TV? Like did, did John Madden say, "So uh, these guys are down there. They're playing the bugle. You know, this is all good stuff. Uh, these guys are talented." And uh, boom! Uh, <laughs> look at them uh, playing well, the. Uh, hell, hell. I don't. We don't know that. We're just sitting there trying to not. Oh, I would want to know that. But but, uh, but my dad yeah. saw me on TV. That's. I'm sure they did. And he was up here, and he said, "Oh, they they've stayed on the band for about four seconds, biggest four seconds of my life." That's right. That's awesome. It's better. Well, it's not as good as looking at the cheerleaders with their butt cheeks and whatnot. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a name. Monica Mulehouse. Monica Mulehouse. Who's that? Just don't ever forget that name. I won't. That's one of the most amazing things that ever walked out in boots. I'll tell you. So she was like the Mon- the queen uh, Monica cheerleader. Monica Mulehouse. Monica. Wow. Jeez. Mm, boy. Yeah. I'd like to well, see Josie DiFiori. I'll tell you what. Wow. Yeah. You know it's funny. They made, they made less than us. Yeah. No, no, they made twenty five. Twenty five dollars. They were all driving Mercedes, BMWs. You know. Right. <laughs> right. Because that that money went a long way. Somebody was following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I really getting to meet people like that. You know, Randy White. Yeah. You know, interior. It, it, probably a good guy. So really would, nice w- So would you say? Would you characterize that that time in your life as the best time in your life? Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> you know, it was, we were, f- were free. Our friends could, you know, we were doing good things with our friends. We could, we thought nothing of a three-hour drive to go somewhere. You right, know. right. Um, good health, uh, no money. Hmm. Boy, that's a, that's a lesson. Yeah, but it? you could go out and tell people that, hey, where'd you, where'd you come from? Oh, I just came from uh, Texas Stadium. I'm the bugle guy behind the team. I saw Tom Landry today. Really? Wow. Can I get naked in front of you and impress you because you're an important person? Can I do that? Yes. Well, I was a trumpet player. You know, it doesn't but matter. You know, I don't care. I don't care if you're a roadie. Things about musicians in Watertown. Yeah. You know, there's a there's an awful lot of good. Uh, Mark Prentice comes right. to mind. Oh, you know what? I, 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 Walt Young, if you're listening, I doubt you are. I, he called me up the other day. He wants to do a documentary on the history of the music scene here in, in upstate, uh, in Watertown, in the Watertown area. And if there's one guy. And, and, you, and you know a lot of the past, uh, Gary. You you would have to get involved with this too. Uh, th- if there's one other, one guy that knows the music scene in this town, 
and it's history. It's Walt Young. So I'll have to. Well, I, I, I couldn't don't answer doubt that. Yeah. And he would do a great job. Yeah. And he's going to have an awful lot of material to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Probably too much. You probably have to make like a 10 part series on this. Uh, but uh, uh-huh. it's ambitious. And I know he's got a lot of recordings, a lot of interviews. But to translate that from, you know, this cassette well, and DVD. Guys like, CDs. you know, Frank and Ron Satchi still here. Yeah, right, right. Um, he's a great musician. Jim Wiley. Right. I mean, Jim Wiley. Mm-hmm. He, I remember him when he was selling batteries at Sears. <laughs> you know, and, but he was always a great player. Right. And then he went on to, uh, you know, Crane. Who? Went to Crane Music. Oh, really? Yeah. And it had to do it by tooth and nail because he didn't have a bunch of bucks to do it with, hmm. you yeah. know. And then he, he's now he's teaching the kids, and there's nobody better around kids than that guy. Then you got, of course, Mark Chavette, and who uh, is a Vegas entertainer, uh, yeah, and did yeah. our jingle. Well, you know, there was there was kind of like two schools. There was the the popular, I, and I don't mean that in any way negative, like Mark Chavette yeah. or even Mark Prentice. Yeah. They played in bands and that did that kind of thing. Paul then Ferguson. There was the other one Andy that Taylor. came out of Mr. Frank Satchi. Right, right, right. And his son. So Mr. Yeah. Frank Satchi was responsible for probably, you know, dozens of very, very polished musicians. They didn't even, I didn't, I don't know how to say this without sounding stupid, <laughs> but I didn't know how good I was hmm. until I started playing with some people who were really good. Yeah. And and I realized that where did that come from? Mm. Frank Satchi. Isn't that something? He he, he taught you about music. Right. And, um, right. It was a great time. Can you play it now? Could you play the trumpet now? Uh, a little bit. I I play taps. Right. You see, I yeah I Sorry. play taps. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. You you know I was a firearms instructor, right? Wow. And so when I was working, so I I bought a cannon. Mm-hmm to do a, a signal at a grave site. Mm-hmm. Well, now I own a few cannons. Wow. They're not even, they're not Who even firearms. So right. don't get, nobody gets excited. <laughs> they're called signaling devices. You can drive them right over the border into Canada. Hmm. You can ship them through the mail. They're not dangerous. They do not fire a projectile. Hmm. They just go boom. Right. So I, I got a few of them to go boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And, uh, and, Play taps. Bo, Bo Fleming has the same thing. He's got a place on Point Pillar Point, and you can hear it from like three miles away. It really, it, yeah. it's loud. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. But, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. cool. I've had my own issues health wise. No, I get so it. Been, I get it. And I would I imagine you like need that. you need a lot of lung power uh, to to play a bu. You you got to you you need a lot of that, right? Right, uh, gun nut. Well, the the thing of. The, yeah, you need a solid diaphragm. Right. What um, the thing with it's it's endurance, and you have to practice to keep that endurance up. But that's you know it's not. I'm not re- really joking. It might sound funny, but right. that's why taps is perfect. Hmm. I can play that and mm-hmm. make it sound right, mm-hmm. in tune, right. phrasing everything. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, anything you can do right. to it to make it sound like it should sound I, and I, then and then you know um it, that's it it's, it's short right. i can handle that I, I don't appreciate it when people at funerals you know they'll if you're a veteran they'll bring someone it's a very uh, honorable it's a noble thing but they they come in with a recording so in other words they're not really playing taps they're just kind of like making believe they play taps well that's got that's what got me started mr brundage on west Tenlake street yeah. was in normandy hmm. And I went to the funeral when I was a little kid. Right. I was still playing then. Hmm. And they handed him a cassette tape. Yeah, yeah. 
And I said, no, no, we're not doing we're No, 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 you got to do, do a real ago. thing. I don't know what yeah. gate that was. Or they, they handed him some kind of a tape. Or, right. And it sounded like some kind of a tape. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure you it know? was. Yeah, and probably crude. But gun nut, I got it. That's a great story. Thanks for sharing that with us after, by the way, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, someone called in and says, Glenn, you know that guy? I was one of the first callers, and I said that you, you are a Howard Stern wannabe. I think I was one of the first callers. And I didn't want to correct him, but actually, Gun Nut, you were the first caller in September of, uh, September of 2001 to call in the of- official beginnings of the Live at Five show. Do you remember that? Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. I yeah, sure do. Yeah. I remember what I said. Yeah, you told me to calm because I was all nervous that day, and I wrote. Yeah, you were fired up. I said, hey, you're doing fine. Guy. Right. Relax. Give us time to get into the show. Right, and right. Then you, and then you just developed the show, right. and you've kept it going ever since. Yeah, so, well, you know, know. Whatever, whatever you think about your politics, you know, people in this town on both sides should realize that these two shows have given us a voice. Yeah. That we would never have had any other way. No, and no other town like this has, and including bigger towns like Syracuse and Rochester. They they have what they call some some player that with nine kids who's banging everything that walks down there. And I just lost a gun nut. Gun nut, I'm sorry. That's the second time that happened. In fact, I don't think I don't think Donnie hung up before <clears throat> because now all of a sudden the phone just seems to be timing out for some reason. But uh, gun nut, I'm sorry. But great call. Gun nut was a, a trumpet player. At the old Texas Stadium. Boy, Jim would love to hear a story like that. I heard that story. I'm no band leader. So there you have it. Our, only, our, our own Johnny Fontaine in, the, in his guinea charm. Let's do a break. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is to call you back. And welcome back. Let's see. we got somebody on the line. Let's see who they are. And uh, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hey, Grant. What's happening? Hey, you know, Donnie going after Satan and everything. Yeah. I remember back when I worked at City Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when Donnie would come up and would put a sign up on a cardboard right. thing mm-hmm. with a psalm on it, right. and he would antagonize the court guards like mm. it was going out of style. Yeah, yeah. He's gotten better. Okay. I don't understand why he's... he's so, mm-hmm. yeah, no, all of a sudden, now that he has his flat earth thingy in the whole nine yards, right. he is better than that. Right. Yeah. So he needs to remember where he came from. I agree. Yeah, his humble beginnings, and now you know, to some degree, he's going back. Yeah, well, which we no, don't he like was a that. real pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he audit you? Did he show up with his camera and audit you? And you know, oh, this, this is a public place. I have every right to to film you and all that stuff. Was it something like that or no, what? Uh, I had other people when I was a code enforcement officer that would said because I was shutting them down because they didn't have a permit. Oh, I'm saying this, Johnny. Hey, go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. <sighs> I'm doing my job. Right. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. Do you miss what you did for all those years? Actually, with what's going on in the city right now, not at not at all. Do you think there's a morale I did problem it for in this? Thirty-seven years. Is there a morale problem in the city right now? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Understand. On the house, the house. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm gonna buy the no. The house, a little bit. Wow. Well, I mean, there's no one to blame. But, it, but I'm, what, I'm really happy with what they did with 661. With what? Factory. Oh, what? The big blue. <laughs> big blue. What are we talking about? Factory. Oh yes, yeah. It's, okay. So the, it's uh, the no, the that re- looks really good. Okay. Are you being facetious? 
No. Okay. I'm not. So they I did a nice job. That I watched that thing. Yeah. For better than fifteen years. Right. It deteriorate. People living in the basement. Right. Using the foundation wall as a shelf. That's incredible. And it's amazing, no, no one got killed in there. Much better. Good. Well, that's good. Give it another six months, and it probably yeah. got great to where it was. Yeah, just like those hotels in Midtown Manhattan for all the uh, illegals. Yeah, they're all, they're all torn apart. Yep. They're a mess. All right, thank you, my friend. Appreciate right. it. Well, there you go. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? What's happening? It's Rich Gladel. Hey, I was uh, listening to you about the music thing there with uh, Walt Young's. I was at his house about two weeks ago, and... He showed me his drum set and his keyboard, and I was quite impressed, you know? Yeah, he's, he's a man of old trades. And here's the thing. Someone, someone texted me during the show earlier, and they put together, <clears throat> um, you know, I, I made a reference to the, Sun, uh, the Sunshine Boys with Walter Matthau and George Burns. So he's got the Sunshine Band. That's uh, Jack Benny on drums, Bob Hope on guitar, Liberace on keyboards, and Ronnie Danger, Rodney Dangerfield as vocals. That's that's right. a good setup right there. But what what say you? I mean, can we can we put together the AM twelve forty band with you and and, uh, and and maybe Walt Young and and have a party one day and you know go? That would, uh, that would be great to put the band together and do. We that. could do it That'd at the golf great. course. Another thing I wanted to tell you, I see that you uh, you Sorry. go to Emmanuel Congregational Church. Yeah. And uh, Walt and I played together with probably some of the best basketball players in nineteen seventy one, seventy two, seventy three hmm. um, for Emmanuel. And I think we lost two games and and. Three years. Did you really? What, what, what were you a guard? Um, like yeah, Ralph Mouth? I was whatever they want. I was whatever they wanted. <laughs> well, you weren't the power forward, so to speak. But you and Walt. What was the name of the school? Uh, uh, what, what school was that on? Or was that a private team? What was it? Yeah, well, well, one time Watertown had a Watertown Church League, hmm. and they had between Black River and Carthy, yeah, and all these other places that we had probably 12, 13 teams. Hmm. And we, you know, we had a great team. Sackets Harbor had a team. And yeah. Yeah, they used to call me the Gunner Man. Gunner wow. Man. Wow. You're going to give me the ball? No. <laughs> Jeepers. Wow. I mean, Rich Cladel. I mean, here it is. We're finding out so much about uh, people. Rich Cladel was, uh, could have went to the NBA. Um, we, um, uh, the, well, I don't know about the. I don't yeah, well, know about I'm embellishing NBA, things, but you know. Yeah, and then you got then you got Gunnut who who played trumpet and know and knew and personally met uh, Tom Landry with his fedora. Uh, yeah, Earl Campbell, who wasn't even on Dallas, but he met him anyway. Right. So, if, and then you're telling, and then you get laid like every every six months by a different uh, a partner woman. Excuse me. Now. Hey, by the way, did you give Tim my? Uh, did you give Tim my number? No, not yet. I will right now. I have yeah. to fish yeah. for. I'm it, in yeah. Watertown, Tim. Just want to let you know. That yeah. I'm not, I'm right now, I'm in Rome, New York. Right. Yeah. I, I love how I love how Tim says, "Yeah, the American Legion. They got fish fry. Uh, nothing about sackets. Nothing about Clayton. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, I'm going to be at the VFW this weekend. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, well, I won't be able to make that. Someday. No, no, I'm just kidding. Well, Rich, thanks for the call. I will catch up with him. Yeah, we will. Yep. I'll send him the number. Oh, yeah, by, sure. by the way, that song for the Kia, yeah. that's yeah, the Kia, that's the song from Goldmember. Remember that, John Travolta? Gold? What are you talking about? The Spy That, the spy that Shagged Me. Oh, and John Travolta was in that? Yeah, he was one called Gold Member or Gold something, and he hmm. his little thing was all gold. If you didn't see it, I guess not. Movie, but rock. it's a KC and the Sunshine Band song. Shake, 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 yeah. oh, shake, yeah. shake, shake, oh, shake, shake, yeah. shake they, your they booty. They played that song during that, during that movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. During, uh, we'll, I, yeah. Yeah, definitely. During the Pulp movie. Fiction. So we'll gotcha. talk later. All right. Thank you, my friend. So we got to find out who did that jingle because that's outstanding. It really is. Just like a farmer in his field. He's outstanding in his field. <clears throat>
So we got about uh, literally a minute left here and uh, the end of our, our show. Of course, I'll be doing the hotline show tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, again, as we count down the days and the weeks, um, we'll have uh, uh, former host uh, Mayor Jeff Graham in here, former host, the host, back in the saddle again. So we're waiting for that. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about it's Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Of, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. A gold member? Yes, right. That's what he's talking about. It's on that. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I knew it was something different. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate and that, it. And then you mentioned uh, yeah. Bo Fleming. I went to school with him. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. Well, yeah, he's uh, he's, he's the proprietor of uh, the High Life. And uh, he owns yep. a contracting company, he and his brother. And uh, he's lost a ton of weight. You almost wouldn't recognize him. But I got to go, my friend. You, uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, and correcting things here. Uh, so anyway, we're down to the final uh, note here, and this is when I uh, make things legal. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. I'll see you at uh, noon uh, for the hotline tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour.